What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, if you like this content that is coming your way, hit that subscribe button. It means a ton. It means a lot. And also, uh, hit that bell, get all my notifications here for the channel. Helps me grow the channel a lot. And folks, if you're listening to this on the streaming podcast platform, uh, go like, comment, subscribe, and share. Helps me grow the channel a lot, folks. Uh, means a ton. But folks, today we're going to talk about the recent pro football focus uh, preseason college football rankings. And they have the Texas Longhorns as the preseason number five team in the country. Let me share my screen here so that you guys can see exactly who is on that um Who's on that list? So if you take a look, Georgia being the defending national champions are the number one team, followed by Alabama, who Texas has in week two, um, followed by, you know, Iowa State, Michigan, and then Texas. And when you go down to teams that are going to matter to the Texas on their calendar, uh, minus Alabama at two, you got Oklahoma at number 13, you got TCU at 16, and Kansas State at 17. Folks, this is very interesting. It, it it shows that Pro Football Focus is taking um, a lot with the returning talent that Texas has here in this team. Yes, Texas did lose Bijan Robinson and Roshan Johnson on the offensive side of the ball. However, Texas is returning Quinn Ewers, who should have a significant jump in his second year here in the system. They are returning Xavier Worthy. Um, Nayer is back healthy. They just added A.D. Mitchell from Georgia. Um, the whole uh, the whole offensive line is still intact. Uh, you know, you got Kelvin Banks Jr., who's a freshman All-American. And um, you got uh, Christian Jones, who came back, you know, for right tackle at the left guard position. Hayden Connor, uh, Jake Major still there at the center position. And then at the right guard position, you have Cole Hudson, who was coming back as a starter. But you have a lot of depth in that line and a lot of positions that still are pretty much up in the air. I would probably um, shoe in Jake Majors to be the starting center. Christian Jones to be starting right tackle. And. Kevin Banks Jr. to be the starting left tackle. And I think those two guard positions are going to be fought for very heavily uh, with Texas having a five-star in DJ Campbell, who could potentially come in and play as well. Um, you know, so Cole Hudson has been injured here in the um, in the spring and in the summer, but so is Campbell as well. So it's going to be interesting just to see that dogfight happen here over the summer and, and into the fall and see who takes that job. Now, like I said, we did lose our probably our top two leaders from the team uh, with Rojo and also Bijan Robinson. But however, I think the Texas offensive line is going to be a better offensive line. I think Pro Football Focus is thinking that as well, and they're thinking that Jonathan Brooks, coupled with the number one running back in the country from the 2023 cycle, and C.J. Baxter and Keelan Robinson and Jaden Blue, I think that they're looking at this and saying that Texas has a legitimate shot to do some great things in the rushing game as well because their offensive line is going to be um, a year older. You know, a year more mature, some more seasoning, right? So they should be pretty good as well. And then you sprinkle in a guy like Savion Red, man, who uh, is showing some things here over the spring and the summer as well. Now for the defensive side of the ball, uh, Texas um, is losing uh, Jamison. They lost Josh Thompson as well. However, um, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, they did gain um, Jalen Catalan, even though losing Anthony Cook, who was like a Swiss Army knife for this defense, they are getting Catalan from Arkansas, who was an all SEC player as a true freshman, but injuries have hampered him. I think, you know, pro football focus is looking at if this secondary is healthy. Um, you have a Watts who did very well last year. You have um, Thompson as a safety and then you have Catalan as a safety as well. You're returning um, Barron, who was a um 
an all Big 12 uh, nickel last year. You're losing Jameson, but you're going to have a dogfight between Terrence Brooks and also Gavin uh, Holmes, who's a transfer from Wake Forest. And you got Manny Muhammad, who was a, who was a freshman as well, um, who came from uh, Saffold Cliff. Now, we are losing Colborne on the defensive line. He was drafted. He's with the Chiefs. However, we uh, have Sweat, who is back. We got Byron Murphy, Alfred Collins as well. Um, and we got Vernon Broughton. And then we just brought in Sadir Mitchell, um, Trill Carter, uh, the transfer from Minnesota as well. So I think they're looking at the depth in that defensive line and thinking for the interior of that line, we're going to be good. Now, as far as the edges, uh, we have Baron Sorrell, who uh, led the team in sacks last year, I think with five and a half or six and a half sacks. We lost Ovia Gofu, who was the next person in line when it came to sacks. I think he had two and a half. He is uh, linking back up with Brian Kelly at LSU. Um, but we got to figure out who is going to get that definite pass rush. And I think that's one of the weak links here in this team or, you know, just yet to be seen. Is it going to be Ethan Burke? Is it going to be Colton Vosick? Is it going to be Tap? Or, or Bledsoe, who is going to step up and be that defensive end, um, that edge rusher, that presence, who can come in and do great things, rush the quarterback, get a bunch of pressures. Now, you know, I think that's probably the only question uh, that Pro Football focuses is uh, having with this team. We did lose Overshawn at you know at the linebacker position, but having a guy like Jalen Ford step up last year and do great things for Texas and basically become an All-American. Just out the blue and be honest with you, he played outstanding. Having them come back for another year to anchor this defense is outstanding. And having a guy like Anthony Hill, you know, and Samaji Burrell, LaFowle, having those guys come in also to compete for that linebacker position um, opposite of right, Jalen Ford. Yeah, but, you know, but having one of those guys come in and play opposite of Jalen Ford is going to be uh, – one thing to watch, but they're highly recruited prospects, and I think Pro Football Focus is looking at that as well. Now, one thing that uh, you know I will say here is Texas is slotted to be pretty damn good this year per the schedule, and I want to talk about our our main rival here in OU too. And I think this has a has potential for this to end up being a top uh, probably eight matchup in the country if both teams take care of business. And I'm going to share the Texas schedule here. This is you know. Just to let you guys see exactly what I'm talking about. All right, so looking at ESPN and looking at the Texas schedule, the first game is Rice. Texas wins that game. Alabama, I honestly think that's going to be a coin flip game. Uh, stating that it is at Alabama this year. Um, look, Alabama is going to probably be the favorite in this game. However, I think Texas has the quarterback position figured out more than Alabama does. And so it's going to be awesome to you know, like, see that game. And I think – Texas has a shot to win that game, but, but let's just say if Texas loses this game and Texas one and one, I think they beat Wyoming. They're two and one. They beat Baylor. They're three and one. I think they beat Kansas this year. Um, they'll be four and one because they play at uh, at Texas. And then here, here's Oklahoma, right? So Texas is sitting four and one coming up to Oklahoma if the betting odds are right. So four and one. Um, per the betting odds, the only loss they have is to the number two team in the country. They do not fall out of the top ten, folks, especially if that game is close. Now, I want to stop staring the screen. I want to take a look at Oklahoma's schedule. So if I take a look at Oklahoma's schedule and see exactly what Oklahoma has in store, we can see that this has potential to be a great matchup because Oklahoma, 
uh, plays Arkansas State. They're going to beat Arkansas State. They play SMU. They will beat them. They play Tulsa. They will beat them. You know, so Oklahoma State is three and no. They play Cincinnati. They will beat Cincinnati, and then they play Iowa State. They should beat Iowa State in business. Oklahoma has potential to be five and zero. Now, if the preseason rankings stay the same and they are thirteen and we are five, and let's say we only have one loss and they are undefeated, we have an opportunity for this to be a top ten matchup uh, going into the Red River Shootout, man, and 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 that will be absolutely outstanding. Um, uh, absolutely amazing to see Texas and OU that highly ranked going into this game. Last year was lopsided. Oklahoma didn't have a quarterback, um, but the previous years, the games have been madly competitive. And I'm telling you, man, they've been awesome games. Um, wish Texas would have won some more. However, uh, we won last year 49 to, to nothing, but I will say Oklahoma didn't have a quarterback there. So, um, if Texas and Oklahoma takes care of business, and let's say Texas beats, beats Alabama, and you have two 5-0 teams meeting in the uh, Cotton Bowl, oh, man, you want to talk about fireworks there. But I'm not going to talk about Oklahoma too much more anymore. Let's go ahead and continue to talk about Texas and just Texas's schedule for the 2023 season um, because I want to I wanna kind of just expand upon what pro football focus is saying about them being the number five team in the country. Now, after that Oklahoma game, after that, after that Oklahoma game, Texas plays Houston. I think Texas beats Houston. Houston lost too much talent um, just over the previous year. They played BYU at Texas, and I think they beat BYU. Kansas State saw your tricky one, but they don't have Deuce Vaughn coming back. I think Texas beats Kansas State. TCU is going to be another tricky one, but they've lost a lot of players. Quinn Johnson's left. Um, you know, he, he's in the draft, and he's now playing in the league. Uh, also, uh, you know, star quarterback Duggan is gone as well. And then Iowa State at Iowa State is going to be tough, though. It's going to be tough, but I think they beat Iowa State. And I think the game here is Texas Tech. Can um, Texas and Texas Tech, this this has kind of been a really good, a uh, really decent rivalry over here. Joe McGuire has been doing his thing over there at Tech. Um, what does Texas do against Texas Tech at Texas? I think Texas wins that game. If all things hold the same, and it is, let's say, uh, a coin flip Alabama, a coin flip Oklahoma. Texas should finish no worse than 10 and 2. If all things stay the same and injuries uh, uh, are at a minimum, and injuries to key players are at a minimum, we always going to put that caveat in there. I think that's what pro football focus is looking at the schedule and seeing the talent that is returning uh, to Texas and saying Texas has a legitimate shot to do some outstanding and amazing things in their last year in the Big 12 here prior to them going into the SEC. And I totally agree with pro football focus. I think Texas at preseason number five, I hate being ranked that high so so early in the season because then we get the fans that come out and expect us to win a national championship right now. And could it happen? Yes, it could happen. We have a very mature team, and I think Texas can do great things. Um, however, I kind of like to fly under the radar as of now. Um, but Look, let me know in the comments, what do you think? Texas being the preseason number five team per uh, pro football focus. Um, I think that's honestly, I think Texas should be a preseason top 10 team um, at least. Uh, the game in the second week is going to uh, actually just decide a lot on this uh, this commentary here because it could be very interesting to see how Texas handles the pressure going up to Alabama and playing. Is Quinn going to be a lot better than he was last year? Is the running game going to be as status it was last year? Look, we understand Bijan Robinson is a transcendent talent, one of the best running backs that we've seen in college football in a long time, and we have lost him. And then we lost 
Rojo, who could have started for 60, 70 percent of the teams in college football. He just happened to be behind the best running back in the country, um, a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. Uh, so Texas is losing a lot of firepower at the running back position. However, we have kept a ton of firepower at the wide receiver position. Xavier Worthy, Jordan Whittington, Isaiah Nayer coming back healthy, Casey Kane still on the team, um, A.D. Mitchell coming from Georgia. We still got J.T. Sanders at tight end, and I tell you, J.T. Sanders is only going to be here one more year, folks. And I think Pro Football Focus is really excited about seeing how he is going to mature in this probably his last season in college football. He was already one of the best tight ends in the country last year. Um, so we got a lot to look forward to at Texas and see how this next season is going to play out. Do you agree with the top five preseason rankings per Pro Football Focus? I think it's pretty much in line. I like the rankings, and hey, let's see how everything plays out in the field. But like I say, week two is going to be a great deciding factor on if this is a true, um, a, a, a true accurate uh, projection here for the Texas season. I'm also looking forward to if Oklahoma takes care of business, which they should in those first uh, five games. We might have the potential to see two undefeated teams going to the Cotton Bowl at week six. Uh, two, yeah, two undefeated teams in the top ten uh, going to the Cotton Bowl in week six for all the marbles and to be the front uh, runner for the uh, Big 12 championship to play in that title game. But on that, folks, hey, on that note, folks, let me know what you think. Um, like, comment, subscribe. Like I always tell you guys, hey, man, do you. Don't be afraid to fail out, grow your environment, understand your brilliance. Horns always up. Nino's Corner, I'm out. Peace. Hook them.